There's an incredible story written in the Sefer Kava Yashar. The Ramban had a Talmud named Avner, who converted to Christianity. He rose through the ranks and became an important government official with extreme power. One Yom Kippur, Avner sent guards to the Ramban's shul, ordering the Ramban to immediately appear before him. The Ramban arrives at his palace, and right before his eyes, on Yom Kippur, Avner takes out a pig, slaughters it, and eats it. The Ramban couldn't contain his anguish. Avner, what caused you to fall so low? He looks at the Ramban and he says, It was you. You were once teaching us Parsha Sazinu, and you taught us that in this small Parsha of 52 Psukkim is encoded the names of every Jew who ever lived. This is obviously preposterous. How could millions of names be compressed into 614 words? And the Ramban tells him, What I said is absolutely true. So where is my name? The Rabban thinks for a moment and he says, Avner, your name can be found in Pasikavav. When Hashem rebukes the Jewish people for straying from the path of Torah, he says, Amarti afeim ashbisa me'enesh zichram. I said I will scatter them, causing their memory to cease from mankind. Avner, look at the third letter of these words. Afeim aleph ashbisa beis me'enosh nun zichram resh. That's Avner. Avner was stunned. The question is, why is Avner hinted to in the middle of those four words? We usually derive something from either the Rashi Tevis, the first letter of a word, or Soifei Tevis, the last letter. So why did the Ramban point out the middle letter? So I saw a beautiful idea, and this gives us such chizik when dealing with a challenging student or child. The reason Avner is alluded to in the middle of the word is because this episode was only the middle of Avner's journey. Neither the essence nor the fate of Avner will be lost forever. We can never give up on any Yiddish Neshama. Unfortunately, there have been many Avners in Jewish history who have either disappeared or assimilated, and we thought they were lost forever. But we only see the middle of the story. The final chapter will be written when the story of each soul reaches its final destination. And we will see all the Avnas return to their original source, its unique connection to the Kisya covet. No Jewish soul will be forgotten forever. Sometimes we are zoichet to witness it firsthand, some take a little longer. And that is the message that Ramban hinted to a student Avner. And the greatness of the Ramban is that he also included the word prior to that, which is Amarti. And the middle letter of that word is another Resh for Reb, Reb Avner. So even though Avner led a life that was completely antithetical to Torah, the Ramban saw in him great potential. What a lesson in how we must view every Jewish soul with the confidence that even the evil Russia can one day become a teacher of Torah. The Ramban perceived the Reb even in a great sinner like Avner. If we tell our children we believe in them, if we give them the confidence, if we perceive greatness in them, they will become great. About 200 years ago in Germany, there was a wealthy Jewish farmer who lived in close proximity to the city of Posen. One day, some prankster tells him, I have a great shidduch for your daughter. None other than the son of the Gadol Hadar, Rabbi Kiva Eger. This boy was known to be a bright and budding Talmud Chacham. This prankster tells the farmer, Rabbi Kiva Eger already agreed to be Meshadach with you. 
He was so overjoyed, he runs home and he tells his wife and his family, Mazel tov, our daughter is a kala. The next day, the farmer meets this alleged shatchan. When will my daughter get to meet the boy? And he said, that's not possible. He learns all the time. He's too busy. What about a vart? Well, you make a vart here and they'll have a vart there. Will the wedding be held here? It's usually held where the Kalas family lives. No, Rabbi Kiva Eger can't travel. He's too busy. It will need to be held there in his hometown. When the day of the scheduled wedding arrived, the farmer and his wife and the Kala and the family boarded the wagon all dressed up and began heading to Posen to finally meet Rabbi Kiva Eger and the Chasna and his family. They drive straight up to the wedding hall. They arrive and it's dark. Nothing was set up. So they decided to make their way to the home of Rabbi Kiva Eger. They knock on the door and the Gaba answers and the farmer says, We're here. Here for what? the Gaba asks. We're here for the wedding. Our daughter is here to marry the son of Rabbi Kiva Eger. And the Gaba immediately realized that they were scammed. Rabbi Kiva Eger's children were all married. The Gaba goes back into the house and he says, Rabbi, this farmer thinks that his daughter is marrying your son. Rabbi Kiva Eger invites them in and gently breaks the bad news to them. Someone was playing a trick on you. The Kala sitting there in her wedding gown and her makeup breaks down and starts to cry. The farmer's wife and family were devastated. The farmer turns to his family and he tries to console them. It's okay. Come say Yavor. We'll get home and have a good laugh. He tells his daughter, Don't worry. You're strong-minded. You're confident. We'll put it behind us and move on. Rabbi Kiva Eger, witnessing this scene, tells them, Don't leave just yet. He calls over his son, Rabbi Shleimer, and he tells him, Go home, tell your son to put on a Shabbos suit and come over to my house immediately. When his grandson arrived, he takes him to his study. He tells him, I am going to ask something of you that seems pretty radical. I want you to marry that girl. And I promise you, if you marry her, you will have 10 generations of Tamida Chachama. His grandson proceeded with the marriage. The Asher Kiva Eger, how are you so sure that you're handing off your grandson to a good family? After all, he's a lowly farmer. He said, when a person experiences a calamity and is able to pick himself up and move forward, that conveys greatness. It's okay, we'll deal with it, we'll get home and have a good laugh. I perceive the confidence and belief he has and instills into his children. You're strong, you're confident. That inner resolution and fortitude demonstrates great resolve and self-esteem. And that is essential for producing great children and grandchildren. And his holy grandfather's bracha was fulfilled. He had ten generations of Timide Chachama. We're on the doorstep of the holy Yontav of Sukkot. Sukkot is a time of Simcha. The Torah says about the mitzvah of Sukkot, Everyone is invited into the Sukkot. Sadiqim used to invite any Jew from every walk of life into their sukkah. When you sit in the sukkah with your family, tell your children you believe in them. Tell them about their latent potential. Talk to them about the Ashpizen, our daily guests, our Avesagdashim. Tell them you are a descendant from these illustrious Sadiqim. You have greatness coursing through your DNA. Have them sense that you perceive greatness in them and ultimately they will become great. And now, we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.